I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Hello and welcome into the bottom line. You've got us on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. It is a Thursday edition, three full hours with us. We'll take you all the way up to 3 o'clock. At that time, it is Tech Talk over on Double T 97.3. We are live from the first United Bank studio. You can reach us in two different ways. First, you can call us on the Visual Edge IT hotline. That number is 806-771-0973, or you can hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, questions, reactions, all of that welcome there. We'll take some early score predictions for the weekend as well. Red Raiders getting set to take on Kansas State Wildcats for homecoming. Take us anywhere with the mobile app. That's brought to you by Happy State Bank. Also streaming live on YouTube and Fox 34 News Now. Clint Scott, Chris Sneed, Lucas White, and Landon Parrish behind the glass taking care of us in hour number one. We'll have Kaylee's Dailies in a secret word at 12.45 at 12.30. It's a white hot, white hot play of the day. <clears throat> Ayo, Sneeder. What's up? Sneed, how you doing? Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. Floating heads behind the glass. How are we doing today? Shaking our head, yes. We're floating our heads, yes. We're floating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, you guys uh, all set for Halloween? Everyone know what we're going to be? What? Costume-wise? You know are, you, are you coming in hot doing? this year after last year's debacle? I'm not trying to win anything this year. <laughs> I, I mean, because it's, it's, you know, the, see, it, the the fix is already in. I've already learned that uh, Hacks and and and, uh, and Chuck are going to vote against me no matter what. Mm. But I was thinking about coming as Gene Rayburn <laughs> from see, Match Game. We see him enough on our TV. Yeah, I think, us. you know, Gene Rayburn, man. As long as you don't act like Gene Rayburn. Either that or Peter Tamarkin. Maybe just I want to be like maybe seventies seventies game show guy. You can carry around a little uh, skinny mic. Oh, that's the idea. Yeah, that's the best oh, part. No, you got right. You got to carry around the skinny mic and your and your and your cards. You got to have your cards. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that I'll just just walk around and ask random questions all day. One hundred people surveyed. <laughs> What should oh, I do I'm, for if lunch? I do it all, I'm going all out. I'm going to go wigs, makeup, the whole thing, man. Board I'm says. Be, I will be Gene Raber. <laughs> Somebody says. Yeah. <laughs> Can you match Lucas? Lucas? Baby wants a blank. Lucas feels awkward now. <laughs> uh, we got this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Any traction on the Pat, Travis, and Taylor attending the game this weekend? Rumor. I don't know. I heard a rumor this morning, uh, apparel related, but uh, that's a rumor. It's not my news to break. So, mm. I uh, I haven't heard any traction on it. I if you were doing like odds, I mean, we know Patrick Mahomes likes to come back, so mm-hmm. I I don't think that I, that, that I is would, too uh, far out there. I don't think it's 
way out of the stretch of the imagination be like, yeah, Travis is coming too. Yeah. Um, especially since it lines up where they have their game tonight against the Broncos and do have an open weekend. I think the Taylor one is a massive stretch. Because, I think there's a stretch there. But because time. we know for like three days ahead of time if she's going to a Chiefs game. Like everywhere, no. That, there was there were the CBS didn't know that she was. No. I mean, they were actively looking for her at the Vikings game. I I feel like there that would be that would be floated around enough in certain circles that that was happening that that would get out. I, would I feel like you, that would, I would get tell out. you this. I would tell you this. I was in the game operations meeting, and there was nothing about mm-hmm. that because if if Taylor Swift is coming. I mean, we could tell you when the football team is showing up with the with the police escort. We can tell mm-hmm. you when their when their truck's going to show up. We can tell you when their manager's going to show up. If Taylor freaking Swift was going to show up to a game this, at, at Texas Tech this weekend, uh, there would be a massive a massive amount of uh, uh, mm-hmm. logistics that goes with that. Uh, we got this on the Exploring Center chat line from Bullfighter. Uh, mm-hmm. Looks like y'all already have your Halloween masks on. <laughs> Oh, pretty good. Uh, you saw last night the Astros do take care of business, mm-hmm. beating the Twins. Mm-hmm. Your Lone Star State ALCS is set. I, I say to all these Rangers fans that were asking for, for Houston, you know, you wanted it. Now you got it. So so your your snap reaction now, how do you feel about it? How is the, how is the fan, you, you the fan base bus the driver? Okay. You matched up better with the Twins. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna put it out there. You matched up better with the twins. I don't think that's wrong, but you can also say that hey, you're you're doing everything that you need to for the most part right now. If you're the Rangers, you're streaky uh, to win this. You're series. also a streaky team. Yep, yep, that's true. And streaks, the hot streaks tend to not last as long as the cold streaks. Uh, we got this on the Yates Flooring Center. Chat line, score prediction. My score prediction for Tech is 42-35. to 35, Tech over the Purple Kitty Cats. I would certainly take 42 points. I would certainly take 42, take 42 points. points. I would love 42 <laughs> points. Uh, if we I'll score lo- 42 points, I'm going to feel pretty stinking good about winning. Yes, uh, and, and we'll get some more thoughts on that from Captain Snederoo here in a little while. Uh, 24-11, Texas Tech, a lower scoring win. But tell you what, on the other side, I would love for the defense to only allow 11 points. Against Kansas State. What did they score against K-State? I mean, uh, Oak State. Uh, 21. It was 29-21. Will Howard, three interceptions. And that game didn't seem as close as that score. Yeah, it it, it wasn't. And it was a game where Oklahoma State only scored one touchdown. Yeah. That, which is that just – in, in That's how bad Kansas State played. Mm-hmm. Um, and, look, I mean, you, you do have to give – I think I've spent most of the week going, Kansas State, how could you have played so bad – you do have to give credit to Oklahoma State. Sure. Um, it's just they've been – Oklahoma State has been so poor this year that my mind jumps to not – boy, did you see that win for Oklahoma State? It jumps to, boy, Kansas State, how could you – how could you, you have played happen? like that? How could you yeah. have lost to Oklahoma State if you're a Big 12 contender? And part of it, too, is I think they're so inconsistent, and there's a lot of inconsistency in the Big 12. I mean, that's just the the label yeah. for the conference – um, the one of the mini labels. Uh, the big inconsistent. Yeah, the big inconsistent. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's still what, what I jumped to is Kansas State. Like, you, you played so anti-Kansas State football. But you do have to give credit to Oklahoma State. Uh, that's still, that being said, defense wants to hold them to 11 points on homecoming at the Jones. I'm in. Blackout night. Blackout. 
Uh, Steve. Do you, have your, do you have your blackout outfit picked already? Do I? Uh, I guess by default, yes. Are you going to wear your your, your uh, station shirt? One of them, yeah. This Well, because this is... This is the only game I think this year that I will go down. Not that I'm anti doing this, but that I will get to uh, go in and watch the full thing from the stands, okay. and not have to do some other stuff. So, okay. um, I'm very excited. Cool. Very excited. Same, by the way. Yeah. You had a you had another question there. Yeah, we'll get to it. It's on the Ace Florence Center chat line for the that's a tease Rangers Astros series. We will get to that and more. We'll talk more. Texas Tech, Kansas State football when we come back. Again, 12.30, a white hot play of the day. Kaylee's dailies and a secret word at 12.45. Keep it right here on 100.7 The Score. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. the bottom line you've got us on 100.7 the score and 107thescore.com our number two of three we'll take you up to three o'clock today at that time it's tech talk live from twin peaks as they are uh, every home game on a thursday getting themselves some fried pickles and burgers and all sorts of good stuff over there clint scott now welcoming in both josh Vopel and jackson roberts Live from the First United Bank studio, you can reach us in two different ways. You can call us on the Visual Edge IT hotline, 806-771-0973, or you can hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, questions, reactions, score predictions for the weekend. We'll take them. Uh, take us anywhere with the mobile app. It's brought to you by Happy State Bank. Also streaming live on Fox 34 News Now and on YouTube. And if you're on YouTube, subscribe. Smash that like button. Gentlemen. How are we doing today? Doing all right. Sneed has got to be deaf, man. Like <laughs> these these dials are cranked every time I come in here. <laughs> I think it just depends on the headphone because I think he has to turn his down for choice. Oh, okay. And so it just depends on the. Unless you guys are sharing headphones. I don't think we are. I mean, I use the one that are use the ones that are in the studio. Because uh, it's convenient, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I don't think. But I think he grabs the other set. But yeah, anyway. So they are over the head. Yes. Headphones. headphones. I don't. I don't know what the proper term is. Earbuds for the other ones. I guess. Yeah. That's yeah. What... I was gonna say earbuds is better than saying inside the ear instead of <laughs> over the ear. You wouldn't use those, right? If not, there was a, com- a, a community community no. earbuds. No, I would not. <laughs> That's a good question, though. It's a fair question, <laughs> like, I think, because uh, the assumption is someone wouldn't, but it's mm-hmm. probably worth asking. Because if they're just in here, mm-hmm. we by the way, we don't have studio earbuds; <laughs> they're all headphones over the ear. As yeah, some have over said, the ear. There's no said. communal earbuds. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of have a. I would have a hard time anyway, and I know like. 
feel like for the most part, everyone here that would use those uh, properly groomed. Yeah. Business business level groomed sure. coming in. I still would have a hard time even the headphones. Those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just in Fair case. Enough. Just in case the one time like Choice forgot his headphones and he got like Vienna sausage juice on them or something. Mm. Seems dangerous. Seems like you're 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 playing a dangerous game over there. I think it just takes one in, t- one incident, Josh, to be scarred forever. <laughs> that's true. I, in fairness, I think Sneed and I are the only ones that use these headphones. So as long as we're rotating back, you and never forth, know who's in I, here on the weekend, man. That's also never know who's rolling rolling through. Yeah, Jackson, how you doing? <laughs> well, how are y'all? Doing great. Are you excited about in your Cleveland Browns Houston Astros hat? Excited about the result? Clearly, how are you feeling about the uh, incoming ALCS series? It'll be fun. I don't really know what to think. I would like to say that the Astros have it, but the Rangers have been hot, so a little scary. Just because I feel like more is on the line almost Mm -hmm. with it being the Rangers, but. Well, there and there, there's there is right because now there's not just another trip to the World Series for the Astros. This is a legit rival. You're either seeing go to the World Series and wave at you and go, Haha, losers, or you are ending their season. Um, and as awesome as a uh, postseason as it's been for the Rangers, uh, if you lose to the Astros, that's gonna suck. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And same thing for the Astros, the other side. And what's what's something that's been interesting that we haven't really talked about is from what would be Jackson's angle here is the you know the, the Rangers. Hey, who do you want? Do you did did you want the Astros? And some have said. I mean, you saw you saw the crowd. We want Houston, right? We right. want Houston. Um, or there's been the other side, like, hey, the Twins are a better matchup for the Rangers. Uh, the Astros. I mean, took it to them for the most part in the regular season. Again, postseason's different, and you never know when a team's going to be hot and not, and all that stuff that kind of goes into it. But, you know, there's been two separate sides. But you haven't really heard much from uh, – I had one on the chat line earlier. Like, from the Astros' perspective, I would think that the, the type of team that the Rangers are right now is the one that you least want to see – uh, in any sort of postseason setting. And that's the team that is just over-the-top hot. The term buzzsaw gets used for them all the time. Um, and buzzsaw can be used for that underdog who's like making their way through an NCAA tournament. And they're like, I can't believe this 12C is just rolling over everybody. Or to a team like the Rangers who have shown, like, hey, whenever they are playing their best baseball, that could be a World Series winning team. It could. And right now, at least through the first two rounds, that's the way the Rangers have played. And so, can you do that still now in the ALCS? We're about to find out starting Sunday. But from the Astros' side, I mean, legitimately, what is the full confidence looking at the Rangers right now? Well, we're spoiled. Yeah, sure. So, I actually asked this from one of my buddies the other day. Would it hurt? more to lose against the Twins in the Divisionals or make it to the ALCS and lose to the Rangers. Right. And I would say that's a pretty even. I, I don't know which one would hurt worse. Right. Because 
what is this our sixth year in a row alcs seventh seventh year you, in a row. you knew that you just wanted me to say seven what is so, this it would five? hurt i can't remember the number how many alcs in a row like five six so it oh, would hurt. it would definitely hurt not to get there but i think it would just it would hurt also just as much to yeah. lose to so, the rangers when we do get there so there's a lot at stake does, and it, it makes ma- it fun does it matter that it's the rangers though or is it just the fact that it's the alcs it to me it does Maybe yeah, not yeah. to every Astros fan, okay. but to me it does, just because it's the it's the only other team in Texas that, I mean, now all of a sudden they're coming up. I mean, the Rangers weren't even a thought the last three years. So it's it, almost like when your little brother finally has puberty and beats okay. you in, beats you in like, <laughs> basketball. Um, <laughs> it feels a little bit like that, especially because I have a lot of friends and family members that are major, like right. Rangers fans. Like I didn't hear from that many Phillies fans last year. Yeah. I'm probably I'm gonna hear a ton from these Rangers fans if we do lose. And, I, and part of that, like you already have the built-in rival uh, with Texas and Houston, but then like this year especially, I mean, both sides, those regular season games been talking the talk, and then now you've been seeing that move over into the postseason so yeah i mean i think it means more than it just being a, an alcs setting it certainly helps that this is like yeah this is the last round you can face each other and that's added in it's awesome all the hot sauce please we'll take it but yeah i think it means a ton for either side that they will beating the will be beating the other to go to the world series It is the bottom line. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth. This is the bottom line podcast from 100.7 The Score. It's time for the fastest growing game show in the world. Take versus take. You've got the bottom line. 100.7 The Score. And 107thescore.com. Take us anywhere as well with the mobile app. That is brought to you by Happy State Bank. Clint Scott, Josh Foppel, Jackson Roberts. It is a Josh versus Jackson edition of Take versus Take Today. Gentlemen, ready to duke it out? I guess. Throw some haymakers. Mm hmm. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> attitude I had mm-hmm. going in there. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's going to be a highly competitive game, I can tell. I can tell. You, that's what I think of with you two. Like, you guys are the biggest hotheads we have here. <laughs> We're like, the whole, absolutely the loudest, the most boisterous people. Co-Vesuviuses. <laughs> Vesuvii's? Vesuvii's. Vesuvius. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Jackson, let's go. Uh, let's have you go first. How about that? I'll go. How about that? Jackson, what Raymar personality oh, no. would you most believe is only a figment of your imagination? That's a good one. It's very vague. What is a figment of my <laughs> imagination in regards to a person? Like if someone like came and was like, who are you talking about? Like Brennan Riker? Brennan Riker's not real. You've made him up in your mind. Oh, I mean, yes, I could 100% be schizophrenic and Clint could not exist, and I'm just imagining him this entire time. So that's my answer. 
I think uh-huh. that Clinton is just like the imaginary friend that I, I made up when I was eight, but he just kind of kept sticking around, and I, now I think he's real. So, the boogeyman. Oh, wow. <laughs> boogeyman started to sound worse than like imaginary friend. Well, sometimes he's friendly. <laughs> sometimes he's not. <laughs> I was not thinking friendly when I, like, I just wasn't thinking uh, imaginary friend when I was well, it could uh, be this. Could be good, could be bad. Yeah. Could be like, yeah, that just makes sense. Brennan Riker is such a good answer to this, but I'm going to go with Sneed. Because <laughs> Sneed, <sighs> you could <laughs> tell every one of his stories and then him just, like, not show up one day. And this legacy that was Sneed is just like, wait, he raced a guy named Bullfighter and he said he was injured. And what are you talking about? Like these stories just, they stack up and they sound crazier and crazier. Mm-hmm. All these flight issues? Like yeah, what? Just... So you're telling me there's a guy that's on a campus trying to hunt down golf cart bandits? You're telling me this this same guy <laughs> is an SEC referee <laughs> chasing down the most athletic college athletes. Yeah. And, like, you know, the stories just stack up, and it mm-hmm. sounds... I, I believe so you're I saying, was crazy. You're saying if, if Snead just disappeared the next day, you'd have to come in and you'd be like, like that dude, like, he, he was real, right? Like, you remember him, too. I, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've sne- I'll be real honest. I've seen Sneed a total of maybe six times. He's here every day, but I don't mm-hmm. always like peek into this side of the office and right. stuff. Like, I mean, my office isn't just next door to the bullpen and stuff, to the studio. So I've seen Sneed maybe six times. I like that. I like that reasoning. Both both good answers. One hurtful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot his answer was Clint. <laughs> Josh is up one to nothing. All right, I gave you guys a little homework. This is one of the few times I have have ever given a heads up on a take versus take question. But I want you guys, in honor of Kaylee's Dailies that we do daily, as the name suggests, every weekday at 12.45, to give me... A fake but believable fact, I guess really lie, Just about lie any, animal, any animal of your choosing. Josh? This, was, this one was actually tricky for me because the way my head took this was to look for the most outlandish animal fact. Like, not, not a lie. It was to, I googled animal facts that sound fake. And I found really good ones. But then I remembered, I was like, that's not the game. I have to lie. (laughs) Uh, So my lie is that uh, armadillos uh, are actually deceptively fast. A rabbit, which can run up to uh, 30 miles an hour, an armadillo can actually reach up to uh, 40 to 45 miles per hour. Because their legs are deceptively long. You wouldn't think so because of the shell. I mean, just longer than you'd see them just walking around. I thought you were going to say they roll. <laughs> That's what I thought he was going to. That's what I, I was like, okay, down a hill. Like, I, could, I could give it to them. They're just Sonic the Hedgehog might down. Be true. Just... Did you ever watch The Road to El Dorado? One of the best non-Disney movie type movies that, ever? You know, you know, this is kind of a callback. 
I've seen parts of that movie because that was one of the movies that they showed a lot in uh-huh. in class. Yeah. So I've never seen the whole thing <laughs> all the way through. That's funny. Well, there's. do you remember the scene where they are playing? Basically, it's a mix of soccer and basketball. Yes, I do, yeah. And as they have snuck their way into being believed as gods. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to help them cheat is an armadillo who rolls up. And using him as the soccer ball. That's the route I thought you were going. No, oh, no. Too. It, I, I figured <laughs> it should at least be believable, too. Decept- also, I found some nights. incredibly strange facts that 100% sound hang, fake. Hang on to them. They'll be used yeah. at some point. Jackson, what's your Okay, so impact? I got your text, and I told myself, I was like, the harder I think about it, the more my answer is going to be worse yeah. so i i did not i, I could have gone a couple different routes but i did not come up with one until last segment and in my opinion this one sounds so believable that i'm going to google it after and it might actually be true <laughs> but you know that sharks did have you fins? know <laughs> that if you take the kinetic energy from a hummingbird and convert it into kilowatts that you could power your microwave That's very good. That is very, very good. I do like thinking of essentially armadillos are secretly on stilts. They just have like this umbrella of a shell hiding it, so they run really fast. I just meant deceptively long long. Yeah, deceptively long. That's a good one. Uh, Yeah, I really like the hummingbird kinetic energy. Well done. And it is tied. I could do that math. I'm not going to do it right now, but I could. We. I mean, I need time. The, I can't do it right now. The real question is if that microwave powered by a hummingbird's kinetic energy, if it would lock me out or not, and then make fun of me and call me a child. Uh, <laughs> as we are tied... Is a reference to something? Yes, to me being locked out by our microwave and it calling me a child. <laughs> okay. Our own microwave here. Jackson, we're tied. You're up first here. I'm going to give you complete college football omnipotence for three games of Ooh. your choosing this weekend. It can involve Texas Tech, so... You can't use the Texas Tech versus Kansas State matchup, but you get to essentially play Puppet Master with three games. You get to decide who wins, you get to decide who loses, and how it shakes down. What three games are you affecting and what's happening, Jackson Roberts? Okay, let me look at the slate real quick. I think... Hmm. In case you can't hear the clicking mm. and stuff, he is actually just I looking at the thinking, schedule. You I should whistle thinking. instead. I well, could. it's just because otherwise it's just quiet. Okay, so <laughs> I would like to see, number one, Kansas drop to Oklahoma State. Ooh. I think that would be amazing. All right, number Jack. two. <laughs> Josh gets the point. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> number two, I want Tech to beat Kansas State. But you I can't think. you can't use tech. Oh, oh okay. Texas yeah, tech. I apologize. No, Texas can't tech. use tech. Oh, can't I thought use you tech said. You, okay, I thought you said you can't could. use tech. And I, hmm. That still yeah, makes I'm it fun. Big Twelve. Yeah, that, that's hard. Okay, so we don't have a ton of time, but let's let's do BYU drops to TCU. I'll tell you what. Yep. Hold on to it. Okay. We'll reset. We'll come back. We'll finish up. We'll also have a question of the day. It's the bottom line. One hundred point seven. The score. Back with more next. Cool.
bringing you the truth or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Rolling right along with the speed of an armadillo with deceptively long legs. It is the bottom line of 100.7 The Score. Clint Scott, Josh Foppel, Jackson Roberts. When we left, we left you on a cliffhanger for take versus take. Josh versus Jackson today. Uh, your third question with it tied, if you could have complete control over three college football games across all of college football, except for the Texas Tech game, who would you play puppet master with? How would it shake down? How would it work out? Jackson, floor is yours. Okay, so no Tech game. No Tech game. I still have BYU dropping to TCU. Okay. I still have Kansas dropping to Oklahoma State. Okay. And I want Bama to lose to Arkansas just so we can look at Texas and be like, Psh, this ain't this ain't the Bama we know. <laughs> okay. I like that angle. The third one. I didn't like the middle one. <laughs> uh, I do want... Okay, so this kind of ties into a couple things, including my question of the day and the morning draft top five that was recorded this morning is out now. Uh, that's a lie. It's out tomorrow. Um, I do want... It's my turn, right? I didn't just yeah. interrupt Jackson. Okay, <laughs> you just blacked out and started talking. Paying attention. And started talking. Uh, okay, so interestingly... Clint mentioned that he didn't do this in, on purpose, but Texas... Not, not at first. Not at first, but it just better mm-hmm. for the question. Texas and OU are not playing uh, mm-hmm. this week. Because so, that would be a default answer, right? right like, both of them sure. lose. Well, the reason is not just because you want Tech to, you know, do do better up the, the standings and stuff, but because I'm going to pick West Virginia to win and Kansas to win because I think the thought of them getting into, if not Tech them getting into uh, the Big 12 championship as opposed to Texas and OU is hilarious. Uh, so I'm going to pick Kansas. Just try to continue their yeah. season. West Virginia season success, uh, to win as well. And I do want some shakeup. So I'm going to pick, I had a game, and oh, Ohio State to lose to Purdue just because a number three losing to an unranked team would be... Uh, I don't have any particular feelings towards uh, Ohio State, but they're not always the most fun people. When you find a fan of theirs, they're not always the most fun people on the planet. So only uh, one of you shared a game that I was going to pick for my three. What are your three? Um, I think Georgia losing to Vanderbilt would be hysterical. I can't believe no one took that. I I think that would be the funniest thing to happen on Saturday. I I would I would not stop laughing, mm-hmm. especially after Kirby Smart was like, oh, I think everyone in the SEC should be ranked after they were like struggling against Auburn. I think that is my would be my favorite one. Um, I would continue the shakeup, and even though they're don't... not undefeated, I like the Arkansas oh, okay. over Alabama. That was right. actually a similar reason. I see where this is part going. of it. Um, knock down that a little bit. And then uh, I, Indiana and Michigan. I actually stayed out of the Big 12 this week. Yeah. If I had to pick one, I think I think I would reverse Jackson's and go BYU over TCU. Yeah. <laughs> just to continue TCU's TCU slide. Being crushed. 
Um, but yeah, I would go one goes down, two goes down, and then Alabama gets beat by Arkansas just to confuse the SEC even a little bit more. I do like the one and two drops. The I think just heading way for the Big 12 championship, like putting more people in place than... Because even in the morning draft top five, it was pretty much... And this is like Jamie's take is it makes him nauseous, Mm -hmm. but Texas and OU are kind of Mm -hmm. someone. It's kind of a prove me wrong scenario uh, for them making it to the big 12 championship. Uh, But your winner, well played both of you, but Jackson is your, yeah. All right. You're a winner for sharing a game. Yeah. uh, Georgia 31 and a half point favorite at Vanderbilt, Michigan. 33-point favorite oh, my goodness. Indiana. And you know what? I don't think it's crazy. I don't think that's crazy at all. But, man, those are massive lines for conference play. And that, again, just shows you Big 12, although not as elite at the high end, way more competitive top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Way more competitive. I'm curious what the implications of, like, a team that's favored by, like, a top three team favored by 30 points actually losing. I mean, I know it's happened, but... Do people look at that as just a fluke, like an off day, or are they actually dropped down a, a peg or two? If I would imagine that if it if it is, if you look at it as oh, it's just an off day, every team has to have an off day, then right? Because mm-hmm. then the rankings are just useless. Mm-hmm. So if what worded again? So like, would the committee look at that as a just a fluke, an off day, an outlier? Or would they actually be like, oh, Georgia's really not as good as... Man. Because it's different if a one loses to an unranked Mm -hmm. with with a 30-line spread, with with a 30-point spread, as opposed to them losing to, you know, uh, a a 10, 15, 20, or if one of those teams, a 10, 15, or 20, loses to an unranked. Like, that's different. I think... Man. Because whoever wins the SEC is going to be in. It's just the way it is. And yeah. that's, that's what the, the equity they have built up. If Georgia, it's just a hilarious conversation because it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen. That's, and again, that's why I, it would take complete college football omnipotence for me to make this loss happen to the Georgia Bulldogs. The Georgia football Bulldogs. <laughs> they, if they won the SEC still. The committee would put them in. But the initial reaction, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know what the instant reaction to that is because that is such a terrible, terrible loss mm-hmm. that even like, oh, they had an off day. We think like, oh, they had an off day and they lost to Auburn. Or last week, oh, they had an off day uh, and after struggling against Auburn, they dropped one to Kentucky. They weren't focused. Obviously, they had their eyes on Vanderbilt next week. No, I like that's not an that's a blank show if that were to happen. Like, that is just for sure. But that would be one of the like biggest upsets of all time. That'd be an interesting PR thing because I don't know if you could, like, what would the committee would have to do everything they could to justify wherever they put that mm-hmm. team because there's going to be people who feel like well the number one lost to an unranked and then it depends on who that unranked is and this they, is they the, this is the worst team in the sec and the worst team in every power five conference maybe down mm-hmm. there with them at least 
Like, I'm trying to think of teams that I think Vanderbilt would be competitive with in the Power Five, and it's like Boston College or Virginia. It's interesting because obviously a team like that is not Rutgers. that good. They've proven week, they'll probably prove the week before and the week after that they play Georgia that they are really not that good of a team. So, as I mean, it would be a nightmare scenario if I was. Absolutely. Like, it, I mean, the committee would have to justify keeping Georgia ranked. And where well, they, to put? They would keep them ranked just from the, like the wins that they still have. Sure, but how? But where they put yeah. them is still a conversation. And what you do with? I mean, I, I don't think you ranked rank, rank Vanderbilt afterwards, but no, uh, no. <laughs> but <laughs> dear lord, no. <laughs> uh, but then every team has see, to have one of those see, games, and and this conversation. Know. This is why I can't believe neither of you picked. <laughs> Well, come on. What are we doing? I guess you did say omnipotence. I should have swung for the fences. Sorry. Forgive you. I don't know. Jackson, by the way, congratulations. How are you feeling back there behind the glass? Victorious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel bad about losing anymore. That was a great answer. That was a good round. I did. I want you to know. I did like. I thought you were going to win the armadillo point. Did you look up the? Uh, hummingbird I did. I can't. Energy? It's it's hard to convert. They're putting it in like straight wattage and not necessarily kilowatt per hour. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'd probably have to do a little bit of work. Well, if they're, if they're if they're doing if they're just giving you a kilowatt number, it's probably kilowatt per second. Mm-hmm. So then you would have to do calculations from there, find out how, what it takes to power a microwave and that that. I'm sure we can figure out, but I, at the same time, I don't want to be like, oh, gosh, it could have powered five microwaves. And then, all of a sudden, and then like, I, I just said something that was true. And then <laughs> Not only can it power a microwave. You were underwhelming with it. Right. <laughs> That's so funny. It is the bottom line of 100.7, the score, hour number three coming up next. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. We'll also give you a secret word at 245, along with some interesting facts. But now, we get the honor and privilege of possibly telling Jackson... He's so wrong, he could not be more wrong. And no, it's not about hummingbirds. Last time Jackson got this, he was really confident, and we just shredded him. (laughs) That's great. Teed off on him. All right. (laughs) So I'm bringing it back to the ALCS just because it's the biggest thing. Bringing it back. Right now. My question for you. Am I wrong if I were to say, and maybe we just feel this way because we live in Texas. Everyone we know for the most part is from Texas. I was born and raised in Houston, like Texas, because we're here. But across the MLB, this ALCS series will be one of the more hyped series of the last, yeah, let me think, 15 years, 20 years since 2000. Can you think of a more hyped up uh, series? 
and what we're about to witness. Let me do some quick, quick a quick research look because it's Out, got it's, it's got to have the, the outside of a World Series game. I right, if it's that. just ALCS, because it, it's got to have the rivalry feel. It's got to have that Boston New York feel. Um, this one clearly has it. I mean, I think it's up there. It has to be. This is one that's really easy too because it is Texas. So this is one that you can remember as years pass. You know, you don't have to remember who played in, uh, who came from where, who played in this game. It's all Texas. You know, so I would think even from that standpoint, yes, uh, both teams obviously doing well. You don't make it if you're not doing well but coming in hot is kind of the point um and i would think so and that's from a perspective of someone who's a little more casual of a of a baseball fan and stuff so uh absolutely i mean everybody here in the building is at least some texas fan uh whether it's houston or or uh you know rangers i wish we had a i guess we could ask Hacks. I wish we could have someone that was out of the realm. Like, I wish I could call someone up in New York right now and be like, oh, hey, right. how much do y'all actually care of... about this? Yeah, okay. If you go past 15 years, you're right on the edge of 2008 Rays, Red Sox. If I'm looking at, I don't know, 2012 Tigers, Sox. Yankees. Mm-hmm. Um,. And this is just the build-up part. This isn't the actual follow-through because the follow-through of, like, in 17, of course, looking back now, not so much, but at the time, the Astros going seven against the Yankees, mm-hmm. fantastic. Uh, I'm curious. The Rays going seven in 2020, even though, boy, it's just it's hard for 2020 of anything, even I mean, you don't take away from accomplishments. Just when I think of that, I just think of how flat the environments mm-hmm. were, because you couldn't go to anything. Um, so in, the reason the reason I'm asking is just because I feel like I don't I don't have that sort of perspective as an Astros fan. Mm-hmm. Just because to me, every time we make it to the LCS, it's like oh, so bo- so boring, right? <laughs> any chance you has to bring it up? What is this? Our fifth or sixth? Oh, it's our seventh. Eh. And same with anyone else that lives in Texas. I just, I'm curious because the Yankees Astros was huge. It was like mm-hmm. somewhat of a rivalry building. And looking back, it's even bigger just because of the whole uh, trash can banging <laughs> stuff that I don't want to talk about. But I'm trying to joke here. Like, obviously, the Royals versus Blue Jays in 2015. <laughs> That was a pretty pretty build up. Uh, yeah, it's I'm hard. Not, it's hard. I'm not gonna say that you're wrong, but um, I also think part of it maybe the unexpected kind of plays into it. But then you have the rivalry aspect. But you also have this. We have been talking about the possibility of this matchup in the ALCS mm-hmm. since June, and now it's actually come but, to fruition. And so but, maybe you do have to look at the outside perspective. But the Rangers. At one point or another, were the talk of baseball with how hot they were, right? Uh, the Astros are clearly going to be part of the conversation of the talk with baseball with as much success uh, as they've had. And just always being in that conversation and the, your reigning World Series champ. So 
the fact that you actually have it now and are here, I'm not going to say you're wrong. And I don't think it's just uh, because we're in Texas and we're in a part that really cares about this series. I don't think you're wrong. I'll agree also. And it's not just from the perspective of you know everything Clint said. It is that uh, looking back, looking forward, it's it's really easy to just Texas, you know, the two Texas. Texas. I, I've already I've already mentioned this that even the casual watchers they're not going to have to remember you know even if you don't know all the baseball teams you know there's two teams from Texas or if you know that much it's two Texas teams going against each other. I think that's enough in their head to oh well that's got to build something yeah that's going to be a good series. It's like uh you know if you were to tell uh, a casual football fan that. Uh, Pittsburgh and Philly are playing each other. They don't know anything except they're from the same state. It's like, oh, that's, you know, as, even though there's not much of a rivalry there from that perspective. Uh, and I'm curious, and maybe this, but a year ago, the turnaround from the Rangers, I mean, I think this plays, I, if you would have told, I remember last year, I think it was a uh, no diggity question was, are the Rangers even going to make the playoffs? And so how it turns around like that, I think that also plays into it because and losing to Grom early in the season and still ending up here. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know if we ever ever turned it into an article, but someone. It was in talks that someone in this building, uh, would write an article. Will the Rangers make it to the postseason? And uh, the person commented and said, "Maybe next year, maybe two years, but not this year." Mm-hmm. And yeah, so even just from there, the fact that they're standing here. <laughs> Pretty crazy. And I think it also cuts off to the Rangers, but it ends this week. <laughs> Man, <laughs> you're growing more and more. He's vicious back there. Yeah, brash. <laughs> About to do like a it's like Christmas. Stone Cold. This is my favorite Austin. time. I mean, I watch regular season baseball, but nothing compares. Now, okay, two sides of his mouth, right? Because on one side he's like, "Oh, it's just the NLCS." And then he's like, this is my favorite time. Oh, yeah, every year. (laughs) Every year. It's like a holiday. You're just the right age of Astros fan to have been spoiled. It's it's like the Tom Brady's. So I used to be a... I used to lead a student ministry and stuff, and there was a a Patriots fan there. And I got to say, I was like, you're not a Patriots fan. You're a Tom Brady fan. And now he is a Patriots fan, but... Mm. uh, yeah, it's kind of well, <laughs> see now now that's a okay the i'm not saying you're a, no, no. A, a bandwagon or anything like that i know but like there are it's not a myth bandwagon fans out are yeah. out there or i'm fan, fully joking by the way if you're a fan you're a fan i don't i don't particularly care fans that latched on yeah to some sort of success okay. right the, the, and then then you will run eventually you will run into the okay. Well, you started being a fan. It tests will, your will fandom. Will you stick around? Yeah. And the Patriots are a great example yeah. of that right now, because man, woof. Let me tell you, losing to the Raiders, the Packers losing to the Raiders like they did mm-hmm. is. Ugh. It's to be fair. I don't think I started caring <sighs> until I was probably like twelve, thirteen. Right. Like I would go to Astros game when I was a little, but I was just happy to be like at a baseball game and yeah. get like a ball maybe. Or and then when I heard twelve thirteen, watching that Winnie the Pooh movie. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't care about bandwagon fans. If you want to jump on the only bandwagon that mm-hmm. I have a serious problem with, 
is one of my good friends who went to Tech, and after the whole Deshaun Watson Texans, he is now a Kansas City Chiefs fan because of Pat. And I say, you're a Pat fan. And he's like, well, if Pat got traded, I'd still be a Chiefs fan. And I call his, I think he's lying. Welcome. This guy seems trustworthy. No, no, no. Like he, it's, it's bad. He just flipped, give him 10 he years flipped on us see. like that. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny. Born in Houston, raised in Houston. I, I did love because I, I growing up, the garbage heap of quarterbacks that the Chiefs went through yeah. when I was starting to really able to be like pay attention and resonate with me sure. from Trent Green in between him and then Alex Smith as your kind of bookends. Like some of my friends that are like, no, you you can't just jump on. So like you so like you didn't survive what I survived. You don't remember <laughs> the, the Quins and the Broyles and the Thickpins and the Hewards. Like, who cares? Yeah. If you're if you if you're getting bandwagon fans, they're still fans. They're one. They're fans. They're pulling the right direction. And yeah. It means your team's successful. <laughs> yeah, it's true. This Go has it. been the bottom it's line podcast from one hundred point seven. The score. Go to one hundred seven. The score. Com for more from the Double T Sports Network.